So today we're going to talk about how COVID-19 is affecting small businesses and what you can do to maybe offset some of those things that are happening right now. There's the unemployment insurance options, there's the disaster relief loans, and then there's also some payroll tax credits that are starting to come into play. So we'll be talking about all these things and probably a whole lot more as we get started in this week's podcast. Today, all of us were pretty much being bombarded with news 24-7 these days. And I can say for myself, I have to turn the TV off and kind of walk away and get my focus on what I'm going to do in my business as we're all kind of reshuffling and readjusting to this new normal. There's nothing normal about us being so far apart from one another and the social distancing I mean, even in our virtual environment, we're reaching out to one another and trying to encourage each other to kind of just keep our chins up. And our children have now become our coworkers and our husbands. We see their day to day now more so than we probably ever do. So we are all adjusting as we're adjusting in our new climate. We're also trying to adjust to what COVID-19 and all the, the social distancing and shutdowns mean for us. And so I really wanted to get on here and go over a few items that might really help your business as you're going forward. Now, if you're an established business, you probably have employees and this is probably heartbreaking for you because you're trying to decide, do you put food on your own table or do you continue to keep your staff working? And that's a big decision and that's super, super hard. It's very emotional. And so I do want to give you a couple of options on how to handle things like that as you are navigating those decisions. The very first thing I want to mention is, in my opinion, keeping those employees working. There are other things that they can be doing while there's a slowdown or a shutdown. I've seen so many stories on having employees clean and just do deep cleans and painting, just reorganizing and getting the business up and and going. You know, those things are really difficult when you're going full speed ahead. So sometimes it is nice to be able to step back and take a break and get those things taken care of while things are slow. One of the things that you could use is a disaster relief loan to continue to pay employees. I know there's several different options, but it's all through the SBA, Small Business Administration. And so I would reach out actually to your local banker and see if you can get some support. And I'm seeing loan rates like 3 or so. And keep in mind, I'm saying 3%, but you will need to work with your individual bankers to see what type of interest rate you'll get through the SBA based on, of course, your, your credit score and all of your financial background. So those disaster relief loans are for keeping operations going as best you can. And obviously, you're going to be cutting back on a few other things, or you won't have to be paying out, let's say, for product. If you're a restaurant, you won't be paying for food. And there's just going to be things that you're not not going to be paying for during this, let's say, shutdown. So keep that in mind as you're deciding what you're going to do with your staff. The other great tool that the federal government has come out with the Family First Act is the Family First Act required pay time off for those that are affected by the coronavirus sickness or family members that have been affected as well. There are going to be payroll tax credits for those folks that are are needing to be paid for their paid time off. And what I'm seeing right now from the guidance from the IRS, it looks like it's 100% credit. So you'll pay your employees and then it'll be offset by payroll tax credits going forward. It's going to take a little while for us to get those new tax credits 
implemented as you know you know when a tax law changes basically it changes everything so you go to the IRS you have to make changes there at the form level and then once the forms are changed then the actual software companies start making some of those changes so that the payroll taxes can and the, the credits can be reported correctly these are all changes that are happening I mean truly as we speak, we're seeing from our software company vendors that probably by April 2nd, they should have a full plan of attack and the payroll credits will be able to be properly reported according to the IRS guidelines. So things are moving and we're just trying to keep up with you know all the changes so that we can properly implement and train our staff so that everybody knows what they're doing when it comes time to actually report these new payroll tax laws. I suspect there's going to be a lot of confusion around this. It's truly still unclear. We'll be putting out information as we receive it so that it can become more clear. But again, my highest priority is just to make sure that our staff understand how to report those things so that you get those credits as quickly as possible. And that's all your accountants should be doing or your in-house staff. If they're working with reporting payroll, make sure that they are paying attention to the things that are changing in payroll tax credits. It's very timely. It's going to be very helpful. And I think there's going to be a lot of businesses that actually are going to take advantage of that. The next thing I want, would like to mention is our unemployment insurance. And as an employer, you put in and pay basically your state unemployment insurance every time you submit payroll or your quarterly tax payroll forms. Really, the unemployment insurance is for times like this or when you need to lay off or when you need to cut back. And employees can apply for that. Even if they're partially employed, let's say you were able to keep them on for 20 hours a week, they can apply and let the Department of Economic Security, they call it different things in different states. But in Arizona, you know, they'll be applying through the unemployment agency and will be able to be properly guided through how to do it. But it's available. It's something that you want to make sure that they know about, especially if you're cutting back on hours. So unemployment is there for them. And hopefully it's just a very part-time situation and they'll be able to get back into work as soon as the social distancing and you know shutdowns start opening back up again. If you're a small business owner, I would highly recommend that you check into our modventuresllc.com website. We've put out some really great guidelines on how to operate a business when there's financial, I hate to say disaster, but it could be quite a disaster for you right now. And so there's some great tools out there for that. It's really important to us that we help our business owners stay afloat and give you tools that really matter. And so we did create a, a vendor letter that that you can make your own and send out to your vendors so that you can, instead of ignoring them and creating more panic and anxiousness, you get on top of it. You know, prepare a payment plan. I mean, even if it's $25 a week or a month, depending on the size of the debt, it is better to get in front of your vendors and really treat them like the partners that they are with your company. You know, these people are providing you with product or service that are vital to your business operations. And so it's it's important to keep those relationships going because this is just a bump. And quite honestly, you want to make sure that the relationships stay strong because you are all dependent upon one another. I think now more than ever, we're starting to see how our own business relates to other business 
spaces and how interconnected we really are. And so it's so important for us to continue to work together to make sure that we are all successful and come out of this more successfully than we would have. Lastly, really what I want to convey to all of you is that although this is just a period of time and I know 14, 30 days, six weeks sounds like a really long time and for our businesses, pretty big chunk of revenue that we may be missing out on. But I would highly encourage you to really think of your business differently and pivot And pivot just means take another direction. Look at your business in the big picture and see what things that you can do that will shelter you from, you know, the situation in in the future. I sound like an old lady. I went through the recession in 2008. You know, I had only been in business for probably four or five years. And when we went through the recession, there was a lot of changes that had to take place. And I made a decision during that time period that I was going to take our firm virtual, that we were going to work on a fixed fee arrangement so that we got paid every single month so that cash flow could be depended upon. We were going to work with multiple industries instead of just one. And those are the big, big changes that kind of catapulted us into being who we are today. We can still operate. Our team are all over the United States. So we're not limited to certain regions either. We took some steps and I'll tell you the couple of years that we took to transform our business model really was and still is and has put us at the top of the most innovative type of firm in the industry. That takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of thought. We've had to change everything in order to pivot and not become susceptible to a lot of the risks that we were experiencing in the past. And so when you're looking at your business model, when you're looking at how you do business, I would highly encourage you to think outside the box. I'm seeing all kinds of things, mostly restaurants right now, who have been shut down and are now really dependent upon takeout and delivery to keep the business going. And I I think that's really, really smart if you're able to kind of jump from preparing everything in-house to be able to deliver and take out. And I think that this was something that was happening in the, the restaurant business anyway. People were trying to see how they could use the different types of delivery, you know, Uber Eats, DoorDash, how they could use those types of businesses to become more of a delivery system for them. And I think it's phenomenal. Uber Eats has really, and DoorDash has stepped up to the table and providing zero cost delivery service, which has been amazing. But those types of things are going to put those businesses, those delivery services businesses, squarely in those restaurants' vision. They're going to be so thankful that DoorDash made those decisions to help them, that they're going to be great partners in the years and decades to come. Again, we're seeing how our businesses are so interrelated. So the restaurant businesses are doing great work in pivoting and doing things differently. And I think they're a great example of how you can look at your business and decide to go a different direction. And even though they're kind of forced to do that, it's it's an opportunity, it's innovation. And if nothing good came out of this other than some innovation and people changed how they were going to do business so that they could be more successful, then, well, that's the best thing that could come out of it. So today, I hope that you got some very valuable information to help you kind of stay afloat and at least some encouragement to, you know, keep your chin up and keep going. 
this is a trying time for everybody, but we can come together. And again, I, I really think that this is just a short period of time, but it's going to give us a big picture vision of what we want for the future. So hang in there and we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in to this podcast episode. If you liked what you heard, make sure you are subscribed to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. To stay updated on all things Mod Ventures, check out our Instagram at mod.ventures. We will talk to you in a couple of weeks. Take care.